As we get started this morning, will you all stand and join us for a time of responsive reading, please? I am. I am. The person who last. I am. The way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am. The bread of life. I am. The light of the world. I am. The good I am. The resurrection and the life. Tony Nathan was born on December 14th. Oh, you may be seated. <laughs> <laughs> I, let him stand. Yeah, stand so, we have to stand. Yeah, they that's can... right. <laughs> awesome. Tony Nathan was born on December 14th. 1946 in Birmingham, Alabama. Tony would go on to play football at Woodlawn High School and then on to play for Bear Bryant at the University of Alabama. During the summer of 1973, Tony's junior year of his high school, his head coach brought in an evangelist named Wales Gobel to speak to the Woodlawn High School football team. Nathan stepped forward that night and gave his life to Christ. That spiritual awakening not only inspired the team, but it reverberated throughout the entire school, reverberating some of the racial tension that Nathan says he felt his first couple years at Woodlawn, Woodlawn High School. Tony says this, It was time for people to actually get along, no matter what race or color you were. It was, it was just that time. And the majority of us did that, he says. We prayed together, and from then on, I respected them, and they respected me. Sometime during his junior season, maybe it was maybe after he ran 231 yards and four touchdowns in a 35-12 to upset of the, of the number one ranked Huffington Vikings, Woodlawn fans started calling Nathan Touchdown Tony. Tony's courage... Character, passion, and strength contributed to his impressive career on the field, including two Super Bowls with the Miami Dolphins and then as a coach who helped train other winning players. The name Tony Nathan is one to remember. This morning we begin a new series that we're calling uh, What's in a Name? And for the next couple months, we're going to be deconstructing some of the names of Jesus that we see throughout the Old Testament and throughout the New Testament. We're going to be seeing how those names of of Jesus have an impact on our society today as well. Sometimes you'll be familiar with that name, and sometimes you're going to be like, what are these guys talking about? I never heard that (laughs) name. I never knew Jesus or God called by that name. At the beginning of Matthew in verse 24, I think this is a great verse. I hope that you guys would take time this week to maybe memorize this verse as we go throughout the next two months. But I love this verse. It's uh, from Matthew chapter um, in verse... In uh, verse 24, it says, An angel came for, for, to Joseph, and when he wakes up... Well, I'm sorry, about, I'm sorry about that. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and they gave him the name Jesus. Paul says this about the name of Jesus in Philippians 
chapter 2, verses 9 and, 9 and 10 say, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under, the, and under the earth. What is it about the name of Jesus that is so significant, so profound, so inspiring, even today, some 2,000 years, years removed from those events that happened in Bethlehem? What is it about the name of Jesus? Let us pray. Father God in heaven, I pray that this morning as we, we begin this new series, God, that we would be able to learn and grow from what you would have to teach us. God, God, sometimes we hear that name Jesus and, and sometimes it's so comforting. And for others, we hear the name Jesus and, and uh, questions come about. God, I pray, I pray that no matter what happens here this morning, that we would honor and glorify you. And I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I tell you, that illustration about Tony is impressive. They should, they should consider maybe a movie or something yeah, about him. <laughs> uh, Tony, Tony was a great leader. And he helped lead a city, not just a school, but he helped lead a city through racial tension during the 1970s. But there was another leader that we want to talk about this morning. Uh, he also was a great leader. I, I think he was one of the greatest leaders ever. You may have heard of him. He started out poor. He, he was raised in a wealthy family, though. But then he made some mistakes in that wealthy family, and he felt he had no other option except to run away from his family. Well, then he ended up working for another man, taking care of his animals. And that's where God found him, on Mount Horeb, the mountain of God, in a burning bush. See, some of you thought I was going a different direction there. <laughs> you were thinking the prodigal son, but no, it's Moses. God found Moses there on Mount Horeb, and God asked Moses to step up and be the leader that God knew he could be. In Exodus chapter 3, verses 13 through 14, the Bible tells us this, Then Moses said to God, Behold, I'm going to the sons of Israel, and I will say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. Now they may say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, I am has sent me to you. I also want to encourage you this week to spend some time in chapters 3 and 4 of Exodus some really unique things happen there. See, Moses is in a place. He's, he's been in the wilderness for 40 years, tending to Jethro's flock, not even his own. And God says, I want you to come and I want you to go free my people from the slavery of the Pharaoh. And Moses, he, he, he first off, he said, well, who, who do I tell him sends me? And God says, I am. That's who sent you. And he, he goes through a whole list. You tell them, the God of your father's uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that's who sent me. He, he gives him all these credentials and all this encouragement from God himself to Moses. And, and Moses, he says, all right, well, let's go. Let's pack up and let's go. No, he didn't. He said, wait, I get that you want me to do this, but he starts making excuses. He's having a personal conversation with God and he starts making excuses. Lord, I, I don't speak well. I'm not eloquent. When I talk, God said, that's okay. God said, hey, your brother Aaron, he's a Levite. He speaks well. I've heard him. He's going to speak for you. God says, you are going to be my mouthpiece to your brother Aaron. And he is going to speak to the Israelites and to the Pharaoh. And to say, set my people free. 
Hey, you would think that Moses would be like, all right, let's, let's go, let's go. He didn't. He had other questions. He had other reasons. And when you read through that, he, he had actually about three reasons where he kept saying to God, but I'm, I'm not the one, I'm not the one. The Bible says God even got a little bit angry with him. And we, we bring all this to your attention because we don't want God to get angry with you. He's calling all of us to do something. I am is asking you, Moses, to go and be a reflection of him to your family, to your community, to your school, to your job, to the nation, to the world. We could be like Moses and we, we can come up with a lot of excuses. But when it comes down to it, Christian, I am is asking you. To be a reflection of him. Some of the last words that we read in in all of the Bible are some of the most profound in all of the scriptures. Jesus says in Revelation 22, 13, I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Jesus is our A to Z. He is the beginning and the end. You see, when Tony Nathan was in 10th grade, he came home one day and he told his mother, whose name was Louise, um, that he, he had left the Woodlawn High School football team. He, he quit. She replied in no uncertain terms, no, he is not. <laughs> she, she says, I have, never known, I have never known a Nathan to quit anything, she said, and you're not going to be the first either. They got in the car she drove him back down to the football field where she told the, the Woodlawn football coach named, named Tandy Geralds to do whatever he needed to discipline her boy for skipping practice just as, long he was al- just as long as he was allowed back on the team. Tony Nathan never forgot that lesson for the rest of his life, and neither should you. We may have, have had or, or were certainly have moments like that when there are times in our life, whether we're serving in ministry or, or at our jobs or at school, and we just, we just want to quit. We just want to quit. We, we want to give up. We want to stop what's doing, what, what's, what, what God's doing in our lives. And, and oftentimes we quit even when we know God's calling us to do it. The, the moment it gets tough, whether we go on the mission field or we serve here at church, and, and we just say we're done. We quit. But here's the thing. We all need someone in our lives to hold us accountable. Just as, just as Nathan's mom held him accountable for, for his team. The reasons behind her accountability for her son may, have not, may not be because she felt like she was, that was his calling. But it was obvious that football was something good, good that Tony was good at. And, and Tony was good for the football team as well. And his mom recognized that. The Bible tells us that Jesus is the great I am. And in Revelation, we are reminded that he is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. That means he never quits on us. God never gives up on us. He never stops being who he was called to be. Jesus didn't always have the easiest of of days or he wasn't the most popular person in high school, right? (laughs) But he remained accountable to his heavenly father through it all. No matter what happened, Jesus is faithful to us, even when our faith is shaken to the core. He has been 
is and will always be someone we can always count on. The one we can turn to when we feel like giving up, when we feel like quitting. The name, the name we can call on when it seems the only option is to give up. The person who gives us the strength to complete a dawning task is the name of Jesus. Amen. You see, God told Moses to go. And when he did, Moses turned back to God in fear of the task. And he said, who are you? And God's response was simple. I am. We're going to share some things with you now that you may relate to. We're also going to share with you God's response to these things. Think about your life. Think about your family. Think about where you are. And maybe sometime this week you thought, I need hope. I am. Who can possibly be smart enough to figure all this out? I am. What works? I am. What lasts? I am. What's the latest thing? I am. But what's the hippest thing? I am. I need a fresh start. I am. I need a bigger story. I am. My vision is bigger than my resources. I am. Nothing is real anymore. I am. But who can I trust? I am. I'm not even sure who's on my team. I am. But nobody's listening to me. I am. I don't even have a prayer. I am. I don't speak well. I am. I'm not smart enough. I am. I'm not strong enough. I am. My marriage is sinking and I don't know where to turn. I am. I've always hoped for a marriage in the future, but I don't know what's going to come. I am. I can't hold on. I am. I'm broke. I am. I'm pouring into others. Who's pouring into me? I am. Where will I live? I am. If we fail, who will get the job done? I am. But I don't know where to go. I am. I don't know who to turn to. I am. I'm not sure why I'm here. I am. I'm sick. I am. I've given all I can give and it's just not enough. I am. But I'm tired. I am. I quit. I am. I can't. I am. I need a drink. I am. I need a fix. I am. I need a relationship. I am. I need a friend. I am. I lust. I am. I look at porn. I can't stop watching it. I am. I want what others have. I am. I disobey. I am. I just want somebody to hold me. I am. I'm depressed. I am. My kids are lost. I am. I'm alone. I am. No one hears me. I am. But I'm too old. I am. No, wait, I'm too young. I am. But my dad's not around. I am. My mom's not around. I am. But my family's broken. I am. But I'm spiritually wounded. I am. My parents kicked me out. I am. I'm adopted. I am. I have seen unimaginable things. I am. I've been in war. I am. I've killed. I am. I've taken another's life. I am. I curse. I am. I'm angry. I am. I'm broken. I am. But I feel useless. I am. I'm in pain. I am. My heart is heavy. I am. I'm confused. I am. I'm overwhelmed. I am. I need wisdom. I am. I can't find a job. I am. I, I struggle just to support my family. I am. Sometimes I want to hurt myself. I am. You know, I really 
just need someone to understand me. I am. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Today, Andy and I have done our part. Matt talked about this last week. There's, there's our part, your part, God's part. And today, we've done our part. We've shared with you God's response to any of your issues in life. And if we missed one, he's got it covered. He is still I am. And we know from Moses' story and all the other stories that are in the Bible that God has always done his part. And God is doing his part in your life. As we come to our response time this morning, you need to decide what your part is. And in case you dozed off and you missed it, your part is to turn to God and give these things over to Him no matter what you're struggling with, no matter what your excuse is, you need to remember this. I am. Maybe your response is baptism this morning. For the forgiveness of your sins, to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, He will wipe your dark stains of sin away and you will be clothed in His righteousness alone. And when it comes to your forgiveness... Remember this, I am. Maybe you just need prayer. Maybe you need some encouragement from the elders to to step away from one of the things that we've mentioned here in this message. The elders are here. They'd love to pray with you. But remember this about prayer. Prayer works not because of the people saying the prayer, but because I am. We've taken a glimpse at what's in a name. We've given you two. I am. And then Alpha and Omega. And because we know what's in a name, we know the power of the name of Jesus. Maybe you're already a part of the Huntsville Christian Church family. I got to tell you, folks, it's time that we quit hiding behind what we don't know and live out what we do know. We know I am. Louis Giglio said about Moses, he, he, he was not I am, but he knew I am and he was able to do what I am wanted him to do. And so you are not I am. You are not God. I am not God. Andy is not God. But we know I am. Amen. And I am has called us to be something in this community. It's time to go and share. I am. It's time for us to be vulnerable with one another. It's time for us to stop pretending that we're okay. I know you people. You're not okay. <laughs> you, you know me. I'm not okay. Hey. <laughs> I got a lot hey, of amen. Man. <laughs> Thank you, Mitzi, for not saying amen when I said I'm not okay. And she really knows how messed up I am. We're not okay. But we come in and we look good. Well, we look good. How are you? Oh, great. It's time to be vulnerable. It's time to be open. It's time to be honest. It's time to quit pretending to be the church and really be the church of the great I am. Not because you want to follow me or Andy or the elders or deacons or Sunday school teachers because we will let you down. I promise you that. But do it because simply because I am has asked you to. We're going to take a moment for some silent prayer. Think about these things that we've shared. Think about what it is that you are struggling with. Think about what it is in your life that you think is not enough. Think about whatever the reason is that you're not doing 
maybe what God's calling you to do, Moses. And we're going to have a, a moment. We just want you to pray silently, just you and God, just time of quiet. And I'll close in prayer, and then we're going to stand and we're going to worship again. Let's pray. Father God, we come this morning, just pausing briefly in our week, busyness. We come and we worship, we listen, we give our gifts, we hear your word. Lord, if we're honest, throughout this week, throughout our our life, we're like Moses. We have more excuses to not do what you ask or to do the opposite of what you ask than just simply coming in under your power, your authority. As we looked at the power of a name, your name, I am. We look at the power of a title such as Alpha and Omega, beginning and end, and the, everything that's wrapped up in that. Lord, we, we went through a list of excuses. We, we all have one. So first I ask that you forgive us for doubting or for just refusing to, to follow you. I pray, Lord, that as we go through this series, as we look more and more having a better understanding of who you are through the names that are given of you and your son. Pray, Lord, that we will we'll be different. Help us to not continue to make an excuse, whether it's for service or for kindness or for forgiveness, but help us to, to just understand that you are I am. And you've called us to be a reflection of your goodness and your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness. Lord, I pray that through those examples, it would cause us to be slow to anger and quick to forgive. Help us to not just go through motions, Lord. I pray that there will just be a season of of vulnerability, of openness, of honesty amongst your people here, that we can be a better reflection of you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Will you stand and sing with us and consider your response? It's been great to be here with you all this morning to 
worship with you, to challenge you, to share with you the power that's in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and God our Father. But now it's time to go. As you go this morning, we want you to remember people like Tony Nathan. It's a great way to impact the community. We want you to remember people like Moses. But more than that, we want you to remember that you are called by the great I am to make a difference where he's put you. Will you sing this last song with us?